This is a free download from Delancey Elam Church. We meet every Sunday morning at 10.30am in the Delancey Elam Church building at LeBanks, St Samson's in the Channel Island of Guernsey. To contact us or find out more information about us, please visit our website at delanceyelam.co.uk. Father, just thank you this morning for being your word. And I just pray, Father God, just, just speak, Lord, through your word this morning. Just speak, Lord. Just anoint my weak words and just fill them with your power and your anointing to bring healing and wholeness and, and encouragement. Father, we just thank you for your precious word. And I just pray that you would bless it to us now in Jesus' name. Right, I want to speak this morning about, I've titled it, Get Back Up. So, um, discouraging days. Does anyone have discouraging days? I know I don't need to ask because we have them <laughs> every day. <laughs> we all have discouraging days. And I'm not coming today to try sharing clear answers or anything. I want to share from my heart. I want to share from God's heart and through my heart that how God can encourage and how God can lift. I'd like to talk about how we can overcome and to know that we're not alone. Because life is hard, isn't it? And life's a battle. And um, Paul said that our struggle is not just against the world and the flesh, but it's against visible powers that struggle against us. And discouragement can come and it can make us weary and it can pull us down, can't it? And... We need to develop a strong, sturdy, steady spirit in God. I just found this story the other day. I'll just read you this short story. It was advertised that the devil was putting up for sale all of his tools. On that date, the tools were laid out. They had prices marked on them for public inspection. There are a lot of treacherous tools. Hatred, envy, jealousy, deceit, pride, lying, etc., But laid apart from the rest of the devil's tools was one tool, but it was more worn than any of the others and was priced very high. What's the name of this tool? asked one of the customers. That, the devil replied, is discouragement. Why have you priced it so high? Because discouragement is more useful to me than all the others. I can pry open and get inside a man's heart with that when I cannot get near him with any other tools. It's badly worn because I can use it on almost everyone, since so few people know that it belongs to me. And I just want to encourage you this morning that Jesus came to destroy the works of the enemy, came to destroy all the works of the enemy, including discouragement. I'd just like to read a couple of verses from Hebrews to begin with. (coughs) Hopefully there will be a few scriptures this morning to... I'm reading translation. It says, Therefore, strengthen your feeble arms and weak knees. Make level paths for your feet, so that the lame may not be disabled, but rather healed. Therefore, strengthen your feeble arms and weak knees. Here we have a picture of a discouraged person. Drooping hands, feeble knees, eyes down, head down. It's a bit like my family when I take them on a walk. <laughs> Especially John, if you see us out walking with the dog, you'll notice he's like a discouraged man. <laughs> but no, it's, um, there's different translations. Um, weak knees, knocking knees, shaking knees, 
One translation says, march on without wavering. And look at it in the dictionary as it says, to deprive of courage, hope or confidence. Disheartened, to deprive the will to persist in something. This is what the enemy desires to do in our lives. He desires for us to give up. But God doesn't want us to become passive and simply accept whatever comes into your life. He desires us to draw on his strength, to turn to his word, to stand on his word, instead of lying down and saying, I guess this is just the way it's going to be. Discouragement can come and it can lead to despair. And despair is loss of hope, isn't it? Hopelessness, to give up without hope. And we might not feel strong enough to push through to victory. But I want to say today that whatever discouraging situation you are facing, that we can look up again and we can accomplish it. We can persist as we follow Christ and draw on his strength. The song says, when oceans rise, I will keep my eyes above the waves, that I will keep my eyes upon him. And that's what he's asking us to do today, to keep our eyes upon him, to look about, uh, above the waves. It is not easy. It's hard. It's very hard. Hebrews 12, 12 and 13, the same verses in the Passion, says, So be made strong, even in your weakness, by lifting up your tired hands in prayer and worship, and strengthen your weak knees, for as you keep walking forward on God's paths, all your stumbling ways will be divinely healed. The New Living Translation says, The weak, weak and lame will become strong again. Discouraging days. It takes no help getting discouraged, does it? We can help one another sometimes. Anyone felt like that? When you've, um, it's bad enough when you feel discouraged. It's even worse when someone comes along and digs your pit even deeper. When you just need some encouragement and all you get is negative feedback. I know I'm not the only one that's been there. <laughs> discouragement comes from below. It comes from the pit. Avoid negative people or just tell them. I don't want to hear it. It's nothing worse, is it? They've always got the worst case scenario. Yeah, I've had this doctor's report. Yeah, I know someone who had that. They died two weeks later. Do you know what I mean? You, you just get the worst case scenario and you think, oh, I just didn't need that. I just wanted some encouragement. Um, but the enemy wants our discouragement to turn to despair and a hopelessness in whatever situation that you're facing. And it can paralyze us in our walk with God, can't it? Hebrews 12.1 says, throw off, throw off everything that hinders. Throw it off. And, you know, it's like running with a poisonous arrow in us. How do we pull out that arrow? How do we get back up and run with passion and determination? God is in the encouraging business. God is an encourager. So take heart today. God is lifting hearts. And we need to be looking unto Jesus. The book of Hebrews is written to discourage Christians. And that's why it says in verse 3, consider him, consider the cross. And that's what John was doing this morning as we were taking communion, getting us to consider him, getting us to consider the cross, to look at what he's gone through, what he's done for us. And that's what we need to do sometimes when our focus is on ourselves, is to consider him and what he has gone through. Um, how do we pull out the arrow? How do we get back up? We need to just, just look at what God has done for us. Just look at the cross. Throughout Hebrews, we see stern counsel, but we see hope. Forsake not hope. 
You may be facing various major discouragements today. Maybe you've lost a loved one over the years, a loved one's many, and it's been hard and you've seen them suffer and it's been hard and it's been really hard to rise again and to understand where was God in all this. You know, perhaps it's been finance, financial thing. It's really hard to, to rise. A doctor's report, perhaps praying for family members. I know that can be hard. Sometimes you feel like you're praying forever for them to come back to Christ or to know Christ. And sometimes you just want to, you draw back from praying, don't you? You can perhaps pull back and stop praying. And, you know, I know I've been there. Sometimes you feel like, oh, you know, it's, it seems like forever, but that's what the enemy wants us to yeah. do, to pull back from praying. So we press in and we persist. And be determined and trust God and get back up. Trust again in his promises and draw on him. And we can use our growing strength to help those who are around us who are weak and struggling. Because it says that in verse 13, doesn't it? The weak and the lame can become strong. So we, we mustn't just live for our own survival in mind. We have a responsibility to others to be godly examples. And the follower verses go on to say as well, to pursue holiness, to pursue God, because that is a way out of discouragement and despair, to pursue him. We read in Isaiah 35 some similar verses. Strengthen the feeble hands. Isaiah 35, verse 3. Strengthen the feeble hands, steady the knees that give way. Say to the fearful hearts, be strong, do not fear, your God will come. And here we see in Isaiah, we see from chapters 1 to 34, we see that Isaiah delivered a message of judgment. And in chapter 35, we see Isaiah breaks through with a vision of beauty and encouragement. And I love these verses. In fact, I remember when I was first at Bible college, I had to do my first devotions, and I was absolutely petrified, but I, I did this about rivers in the desert, and, and I just love these verses in Isaiah, um, that water will gush forth in the wilderness and streams in the desert. Just before I went to Bible college, my mum died suddenly, and I was 19 at the time, and it was really hard, and so these verses were very precious to me, that God would bring water in the desert and in the wilderness. And we just see God's amazing mercy in this chapter, don't we? We see, it's called the joy of the redeemed. In verse 5 and 6 it says, Then the eyes of the blind will be open, and the ears of the deaf unstopped. Then will the lame leap like a deer, and the mute tongue shout for joy. Water will gush forth in the wilderness, and streams in the desert. And discouragement and despair can take us into the wilderness, can't it? The only way out is the way of holy, highway of holiness, pursuing God. And on that highway, when we get on that highway, when we pursue God, that he will protect us, that he gives protection for the journey. It goes on to say that there will be no beasts there, no lions there, that God will give protection. And God never stops at simply pointing the way. He is always beside us as we go, protecting us and carrying us at times. There are times when we feel so weak and, and, and it's hard to really pray, isn't it? I know when I, when I went through the time with my mum dying, it was really hard, but I knew at the time Bob was my pastor. So those of you who know Bob Miles, and they were amazing support. But I knew the church was praying for me. The church was 
and that's what we need to do for each other. Pray, support one another, lift each other up when, when we haven't got the strength at times. But it's just not letting go of God's hand. It's making him our habitation, Psalm 91, isn't it? Abiding in him. Just keep abiding in him and dwelling in him. We've got some great examples from the Bible of discouragement. And we can be thankful for the honesty of the Bible. Great men and women of God who had discouraging days. And we can be encouraged how they got back up. Just keep an eye on the time. <laughs> Dear John, don't look at it, but just... <laughs> <laughs> Excuse me, just have a bit of water. So I just want to look at some of these examples of men and women from the Bible. Not going to be long, just take a few that we can receive encouragement from and to be encouraged how they got back up. We look in Numbers 14, don't we, how the children of Israel, they got so discouraged and how they took their eyes off God and they wanted to go back to Egypt and were like, they were slaves. Why would they want to go back to Egypt? But are we tempted sometimes to revert back to the ways of the world because we get discouraged? We, they failed to remember the past victories and promise. We need to remember the past victories, the things that God has brought us from and those promises. They moaned and wailed, didn't they? And I don't, I'm sure we don't do that, moan and wail when things are going bad. I know I've been many times before, God, why, why, why? Why have you allowed this? Why this? And they moaned and wailed. And they tried to overthrow Moses as well. We can always turn our discourage around, put it onto others, can't we? Blame others blame other people, but it turned to despair and they missed out on the promised land, didn't they? But we see Caleb and Joshua who they didn't take their eyes off the Lord. They said, the Lord is with us. They didn't look at the giants. They didn't look at the obstacles, but they kept their eyes on the Lord. And we need to keep our eyes on him, keep looking up, remembering our past victories. Um, I, as you know, because John tells you, I keep a journal and I, I love to just go back and I like to look at the answers to prayers when I'm feeling discouraged, when I feel there's no direction. I go back over my journal and, and I just look at how God has, has, has walked with us and taken us through these difficult times and these wildernesses. And I try to encourage myself in the Lord. Um, we can look at one of the examples is King David. Here we have a king who blew it, didn't he? He blew it big time. But he was known as a man after God's heart. We read of him at one time, he's on the run from Saul, who was trying to kill him. His wives and family had been, ta- his wives and family had been taken captive, and even his best friends wanted to stone him. And I'd say that David was having some discouraging days. But what did he do? Read in 1 Samuel, verse 30. can find it. My Bible is falling apart, but I love this Bible. <laughs> I've marked so many things. And 1 Samuel, chapter 30, verse 6. It says, David was greatly distressed because the men were talking of stoning him. Each one was bitter in spirit because of his sons and daughters. But David found strength in the Lord his God. David worshipped and God, David prayed. He worshipped so the focus would be taken off him and he would keep his focus on God. David was a worshipper and in Psalm 13 it says, through worship and prayer, 
his discouragement and depression is turned to delight. Verse 6 says, I will sing my song of joy to you, the Most High, for in all of this you have strengthened my soul. When we worship out of brokenness, as David did, we release the fragrance of Christ, don't we? And Luke 7, we have the prostitute who poured out the spikenard, the, the perfume upon the feet of Jesus, out of her brokenness. And sometimes it is hard when you feel broken to come and worship or to worship at home. It's hard to worship. It's hard to get into that place to focus. I know just a couple of years ago, you'll remember when my nephew died and we heard on the Saturday and come in, and worshipping the next day was really hard. He was young and he died suddenly. And I had so many questions. Well, you know, God, why? We couldn't even have a chance to pray. What is so young and so many things. But, you know, it's hard to worship out of brokenness. And it was hard to do it that day. But I knew that I had to worship God. And there's things, there's mysteries, there's things we, we just don't understand. And painful things we don't understand. But when we worship out of brokenness, what a fragrance, fragrance to God. And she was unguarded, wasn't she, this woman? Unguarded in her devotion and love to the king. And let us stop guarding our hearts and hiding our emotions. We need to unveil our hearts and we need to be extravagant in our worship and let our fragrance rise to God. Let us strengthen ourselves in God. And let us, like David, let's keep a sweet spirit. It's hard. There are times I've not had a sweet spirit. It's hard, but we need to keep that sweet spirit. We need to be in a pleasing aroma to Christ. 2 Corinthians says that, doesn't it? Be a pleasing aroma to Christ. Turning our discouragement back into praise. What does the Bible say? Does it say, let the weak say, I'm miserable, I'm in trouble, I'm discouraged? No, it says, let the weak say, I am strong. And like Paul, we can glory in our weakness. It takes courage to get out of discouragement. But like David, we can strengthen ourselves in God. The next person I like, I love the book of Ruth, and is Naomi. And I just love looking at the, the, the life of Naomi and Ruth and, and what God did in them. We, here we see in the book of Ruth, we see Naomi and her family, they leave I'll just briefly go. They left Bethlehem because there was a famine in the land. And Bethlehem means a place of bread and provision, doesn't it? And they went to Moab where there was physical food, but it was a spiritual famine. They went to a, a heathen land. They went to a place that worshipped idols. And she lost everything, didn't she? Her husband, her sons. She was more than discouraged. I'd say that she was in despair. And she said, don't call me Naomi, meaning pleasant. But she said, call me Mara, meaning bitter. You know, she, in some ways, she looked like she had no hope. She'd lost her sons, no hope of grandchildren, nothing. It was like everything was taken from her. So she said, call me Mara, call me bitter. But what did she do? She got back up. She took the treacherous journey with Ruth back to Bethlehem because she'd heard that God had visited his people, she went back to his presence. And she went from bitterness to better, bitter to better, didn't she? She went from discouragement to blessing. So she got back up. And we read, don't we, there's so much in the book of Ruth, could go on forever, but we read of Ruth's conversion. 
because she saw Naomi. She saw that Naomi went through things. She went through difficult things, but she saw Naomi's God. She saw how Naomi trusted in her God. And even though Naomi had made mistakes, even though Naomi even said, call me bitter, Ruth still looked at her and she wanted to know Naomi's God. And I just think sometimes, can people be one to Christ because you get back up and that you rise from discouragement? And that's what we want to do in our lives. We want to get up. We want to rise from discouragement and we want to be an example and a blessing to others. Also, we have a classic example of discouragement in Kings. In 1 Kings 19, verse 3 and 4. Elijah was afraid and ran for his life. When he came to Bathsheba in Judah, he left his servant there, while he himself went a day's journey into the desert. He came to a broom tree, sat down under it, and prayed that he might die. I've had enough, Lord, he said. Take my life. I am no better than my ancestors. I've had enough. Take my life. Is this a great Elijah, the great hero from the Bible? having some discouraging days. He'd just been through a great victory, hadn't he? A great revival. Saw the fire come down on the altar. Incredible things. But here he was having discouraging days. And then we, now we see him running from a woman. We all might feel like running at times, maybe not from a woman. I was going to say John had four women to run from, but I better rephrase that. He had one wife and three daughters. <laughs> we might start rumours. <laughs> So, and he knows when the hormones are flying, he's felt like running many times. <laughs> so he would want to run from a woman. But here we have Elijah, the great man of God, and, you know, running from a woman. And, you know, we personally had some incredibly discouraging days. You know, we're not standing here saying that everything's rosy. Incredible, incredibly discouraging days. Times when I was going to say I felt like Elijah and wanted to sit in a cave, but. Uh, maybe not, because there may be rats. <laughs> Miners give me a cottage in the middle of nowhere. <laughs> and, um, you know, there are times, and I'm going to be honest and share my heart, say I've not even wanted to come to church. There have been times in our ministry throughout 32 years that I felt like I don't want to go to church. You know, when you face criticism, when you face discouragements, when you've had family, personal things in your life, there are times... You know, we felt like Elijah. I don't want to carry on. It's tough. It's hard. And, you know, it's not easy. And you go into these wilderness experiences. You know, I remember when my dad died suddenly. And the week before, I actually bought a book, Victory in the Wilderness. And I didn't know why I bought it. But a week later, my dad died suddenly. And that book was such a blessing. And that book helped me with the word just... Every chapter was so right and helped me get out of that wilderness. You know, there was people to forgive, people, all kinds of things. Sometimes when we come out of the wilderness, it's painful. We'd rather stay in there and linger. It's painful to get up. It's painful to get out. It's painful to forgive sometimes. It's painful. And I just want to tell you today that, you know, get up, pull out those poisonous arrows and get back up. You know, sometimes we struggle it's struggling, it's not easy but God in his grace and mercy he takes the broken, broken bruised reeds he straightens them out doesn't he he pours in the oil that's what he wants to do with our lives with our broken bruised lives he gently blows on the smouldering flax until it burns again are you a smouldering flax? 
God wants to, the Holy Spirit wants to blow on your life until you burn again. And like Elijah, we can take ourselves through discouragement into a wilderness. But like I said, don't linger. Get out. The, Bible, the book of James says, Elijah was a man of like passions. And we can witness with Elijah, can't we? The way he said, get yourself another man. I've had enough. And when we're discouraged, we can lose our focus. Discouragement can help us lose our focus. We can blow things out of proportion. Anyone, anyone ever done that? Everything's magnified. <laughs> and that's what happened to Elijah. It was magnified. He thought he was the only one left. Woe is me. He's having a pity party. Nobody else left. I'm the only one. But God had reserved 7,000 who had not bowed the knee to Baal. He was not alone. Discouragement had clouded his thinking. And in a previous danger, God had told Elijah to go and hide at the brook Cherith, didn't he? Place of refreshment and rest. And Elijah was trying to do the same again. There are times we need to go back to Cherith, but other times when we need to stand firm and be strengthened. We may lose ourselves in a wilderness, but God has not lost us. Praise God, he was gracious with Elijah as he is with us. What did he do in verse 8? It says, So he got up and he ate and he drank. Strengthened. He got up. He went to Horeb, the mountain of God, to that sacred place where God had met Moses. He went to Horeb and he communed with God and the word of the Lord came to him. And in Isaiah it says, it's a verse that spoke to me years ago when I was reading the book on the wilderness, that our wilderness can be like the Garden of Eden, Isaiah 51, a place where we commune again with God. We can come out of that wilderness and we can get back into that place like the Garden of Eden and commune with God. What did God do? God fed him. God talked to Elijah. He manifested himself to him and he encouraged him. And he wants to do the same with us. He directed him as well. Do you need direction? God wants to direct you. But we, like Elijah, we have to get up and we have to go to Horeb. We have to go to the mountain of his presence. Get into his presence. Hear his voice again. Pray and worship. It's our decision, but it's his power. And we strengthen our feeble arms and weak knees by turning our discouraging days into days of strength and growth. Let us, like David, strengthen ourselves in God. Let us get back up. Let's worship. And let us, like Naomi, get back up. Let our bitterness be turned to joy. Back to the place of God's blessing, to his presence. Let us head for the mountain of his presence. And let us receive the victory that will unlock your breakthrough. Receive the keys to the victory that will unlock your breakthrough. When you get back into his presence, that's what will happen. You will receive those keys of victory. Whatever discouragement you're facing, don't let it paralyze you, but let it be a springboard to victory. We can be overcomers in him, can't we? I'm just going to close in a minute. It's quicker than I thought. I thought it would be. But I just want to read something. And this is from Brian Simmons, his devotions, I hear his whisper, and I find them such a blessing. And 
perhaps I'm going to hand back to John in a minute, but as I, as I just read this, just if you want to close your eyes, just focus on him. And just let this be a word of encouragement to your heart this morning. It's called, Are You Weary, My Child? Beloved one, I have chosen you to be mine, to be close to me. Have you grown weary with your journey? Take heart, for I will encourage you. I will be more than a father to you. I have watched as you pass through this difficult season. I know that you have been drained of strength and stamina. Come closer, yet closer to me, my beloved child. Divine power will surge into your spirit as you wait upon me, as you yield to me. I promise you that I will encourage you and strengthen you in my love. The rest I give you today will empower you for tomorrow. The moments you spend with me are truly my delight. Your quiet moments are my treasure. For it is, for it is then that I can give you my heart and share my strength with you. I will free you from anxiety and care in the calm of my presence. Are you weary? Linger with me in the quiet place of my love. You will be amazed at the miracle of mercy that is revealed to you. There is not one moment of your life that I am not present with you, ready to refresh your soul. I know you and I call you my own. I am the flame that will burn within, keeping your love strong and passionate toward me. I delight to encourage my family, providing joyous moments of delight as they come before me in intimacy. Nothing will diminish my love for you or weaken my resolve to make you stand complete in my grace on that last day. My gift to you is encouragement. Let it flood into your being and strengthen you. I am the God of battles who has won the victory for you. When you are weak, then I will make you strong. Do not fear, for your strength will be more than enough for the difficulties of today. And the secret of my strength is my endless love that is given to you. Encouragement from heaven is your portion today, filling you with hope and love. Don't be weary any longer, my child, but feast on the fountain of my hope. Romans 15 says, Now may God, the inspiration and fountain of hope, fill you to overflow with uncontainable joy and perfect peace as you trust in him. And may the power of the Holy Spirit continually surround your life with his superabundance until you radiate with hope. Let's just pray right now. Let's allow that sense today. The, just love that sense that the love of God just is a strength in the midst of discouragement. Maybe there's a word for so many of us today where we're feeling discouraged maybe, different things going on. And, but today the love of God reaches out to us to strengthen us. You know, sometimes God doesn't always change the circumstances, but he strengthens us in the midst of that with his love and if you're here today, and what we're going to do, worship band, just going to come back. It'd be cool. So if this morning you're here, and we're going to pray in a moment. But if you need prayer this morning, you really feel you're going through a bit of a... And we've all been there, haven't we? Not one of us. I've never been in that place. But if you need prayer, and especially this morning, we'd love to pray for you. We'd love to minister to you this morning. So this was a worshiping. If you need prayer this morning, you, you find yourself in a real difficult place this morning. And you know what prayer does? It's just, just, it's just good to have someone pray to that situation. 
just to pray the anointing, just to pray the presence and the strength of God for you in that situation. So this morning you're here and you say, you know, I feel really, really, really discouraged, really overwhelmed today. And it'd just be awesome for someone just to come alongside me and just to pray for me. And we'd love to do that. We haven't got all the answers, but we know someone who has. Uh, and so we just want to pray into that. So if, you, if that's you this morning, you need special prayer then. Just as we're worshipping this one, come out and we just, we'd love to pray for you. To pray into your discouragement. I think it's an important word, a real powerful word. Because it's, it, it affects every one of us. You know, not one of us can ever not be affected by, by, this, by discouragement. Just think of the word discourage. means to take out courage. And that's what it does. It, it sort of pulls out courage from your heart and you don't feel you've got courage to face things, to face situations. It, it's a deplenishment. It deplenishes courage inside your heart. So if that's you this morning, we just would love to pray for you to pray courage in where encouragement has been taken out. Father, we, we, we thank you today that you are the God of all encouragement. Lord, isn't it awesome today, Lord? We thank you that you are constantly looking for ways to encourage us. And we thank you this morning. We've been encouraged in our discouragement. And Lord, thank you that, Lord, that you are able to speak into even our darkest moments and just give us strength and give us ability and give us love. So we thank you what we've heard this morning. Lord, may we not allow the enemy to use this weapon to kind of really pull us down and to pull us away from you. Rather, rather, Lord, we want to say today, Lord, rather than that pulling us away from you, we wanted to allow it to pull us to you. Thank you that you are the God of all strength, the God of all hope, the God of all power, the God of all love, the God of all ability. And so today, God, we thank you for what we've heard. We want to we we, well, we know victory in the wilderness today. Lord, we want to know victory in those areas, in those things today, that we may rise and be the people that you've called us to be. In your mighty name. Amen. Let's stand. We're just going to worship. Lord, say, if you need prayer this morning, we'd love to pray for you. If you feel that you then we'd just love to pray for that situation. Thank you for listening to this free download from Delancey Eden Church. For more downloads, information, or to contact us, please visit our website at delanceyelan.co.uk.